Welcome to the Rolled Standard. I am Christopher, and I was the Game Master as we played Vossen for our season of the Black Goat arc. Uh, we're reviewing it today, and of course, I am joined by... Hello. <laughs> I'm Levi. The Torn and Twain. <laughs> the, the, the Torn and Twain. Not you personally. Well, maybe you. My well, heart. Oli. Poor guy. Jake here. I got to play John, but I had to put him back to nap for about another six months before we pull him out again. About yeah. a year. Yeah, he needs to recharge. And I'm Nate, and I played uh, Timothy Allen Masters. Yeah, so that was um, ridiculous. Yes. Uh, Good God. That's how it usually goes, though. Yeah, no, like, I had a ridiculous story in mind initially. It got more ridiculous as we had a detail to it. And then as we figured out how to make it make sense, it got more ridiculous. Yeah. So I feel like in an attempt to make it make sense, we made it make less sense. Well, even Back to the Future was a little goofy. I mean, there's still people that talk about all that shit. Time travel's hard. Time travel is fun. I think the time travel elements of the story were great. They made a lot of sense, and the things that we made them do, or the the reasoning behind every little piece of time travel made a lot of sense in the story. Right. How many times you see Smith, each time he was there, there was a total reason for it. Yes. Honestly, the 19... Okay, so to give insight into that, initially, obviously, 1862 Smith, right? That was the one that opened the crate and found you. Um, No, I flexed out. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. (laughs) He actually stabbed the crate because he thought it was a mimic, to be honest. (laughs) He saw two, oh, he's expecting to see one crate or one of those steamer trunks, but he sees two identical ones, knowing oh. that there should be one. So he's like, mimic. <laughs> you're like, ah, bam. <laughs> it's just you inside there. He doesn't know you at this point. Um, it's a different point in his career that you exist. But then, so you guys leave and you see another one. That's 1960 Smith. That is the one that first realized that that chronotumor existed and then went back to go stop himself from doing it, but then was surprised to see you there. <laughs> and he knows you at that point. 1960 Smith knows you. Now, that was actually after the of Monsters and Men arc because that took place in the summer. Oh, yeah. And this took place in the December. Yeah. So, so that, yeah, that was weird. So he was like, oh, I already handled this better. And he was really confused by that, but he left because he trusts your presence there could only mean one thing, really. So then 1961 Smith was the one that saw you guys in the parade or that you saw. He was too <laughs> curious. He was, he was <laughs> This is, this is the this is He's the like, what wild the fuck was going on. This is the wild <laughs> thing. This is the wild thing to me though. There's a potential reality that the only reason Smith thinks that he knows how to fix it later on is because he learned it from John, who he learned it from himself, who went back and talked to John. Yes, pretty much. Like because it's whole, a closed yeah. loop of information. The, oh yeah, the only way that he learned it in 1961 was going back and having John tell him. Yes. Yeah, which makes sense. But then 1962, he knows that he sent John, so that's the thing he did. He yes. sent John. Yes. Because yes. he knew that he like, he's like, yes. he knew he did it. He knows he has to, so he does it. <laughs> that's very weird. And then 1963, John, who unfortunately 1962 John failed without 1963 Tom's intervention. So he had to go so, back so and he had to in the back. year after. He knows that he prevented his cancer, but he knows like this Nazi thing. That was what he was preventing initially. <laughs> it still it still ends up being that. Yeah. So he's like, okay, well, like I got to do this still. Yeah. So, yeah. It gets kind of weird, but yeah, like... we should keep time travel to once a year. <laughs> I mean, it, it only makes sense in places that it makes sense in. And this, it didn't make sense in this. It's okay. <laughs> but it did set the premise. Right. Regardless, what it gave us was an opportunity to play and use the system and 
create just wild storytelling. That was the reason why it happened in the first place was because we were like, okay, we're going to have a John Cena uh, return for Christmas. Yeah, it, And then we're like, the... let's play Boston. And then I was reading the book and I'm like, this is really specific to that time period. So we can't really change it to the 70s like we were planning. And I mentioned it on Reddit and got right. some feedback. Yep. I was going to do that. And um, that was a bad idea. But so then I was like, well, we can't change that. How do we change the other half of that, John? So like, well, it's obviously time travel. Oh, that's easy. <laughs> like... Well, I mean, we, we, we decided from the beginning that if that's what we were going to do, send John back in time and the things are going to be wild regardless of what happens well right away in, when uh, I was doing character creation or something we were talking about John it, were, it was the first episode of Monster Week what has John been doing I don't know time travel or some shit yeah, you know, that John was, things yeah. <laughs> John and things. that literally another backs it up throwaway now. line yep. <laughs> well we take those throwaway lines and we make stories out of those oh, it's just crazy. which is fun yeah that's exactly how we do it this is regardless though this system holy shit fun no, the Year Zero engine is cool. It's very, it is. It's very wild. Different. It's got a lot of. It's got a lot of uh... dice. <laughs> yeah, a lot, of, yes. a, lot, a lot of cubes. A lot of dice. It was, I, it was rough on us. It was rough on. I mean, there's so many times you're throwing like five or six dice and ended up with nothing. Yeah, I mean, shit. There's times. Meanwhile, I'm throwing, throwing like five over here, and it's like two. Yeah, <laughs> two success, three successes. That was ridiculous. We're throwing like eleven and getting nothing. That's wild. It was like statistically, the game was against us in that. Like not yeah. statistically, it was against us. It's just that the dice you. knew we weren't playing it right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, you guys. Hey, if the dice had rolled the way that statistically they should have, we would have been playing it right. Right. <laughs> Statistics are wrong. <laughs> Statistically. The numbers, Mason. <laughs> what do they mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> I like the engine. I like the uh, idea of the yep. game. I feel like I feel like we hacked it too much for us to be, for me to give you like a real reliable review. Sure. I'll tell, review what we've experienced. Well, I'll talk about even like obviously our story. My review is there's way too many fucking enemies in one shot. That was another God. thing. The game is meant Woo. to be like a hunt for one creature and you may deal with multiple, but not usually. I just ran it like we run stuff. Like, Oh man. That's, see, see those things. That's, that's all stuff that you learn too. That's true. Yeah. Honestly, if I was to do that again, if we were to play that game again, I would just have you guys hunting one creature. I'd take, pick it out of the book. If we were to play that again, and right. not have an intention in mind because I was making this the Christmas story. Sure, yes. I would have just run the thing in the book. See, like from the very beginning, it was an epic. It was yep. an odyssey. Yeah, it, yeah. it, it was fun. I figured a Christmas ooh, special needed to be epic as fuck. And yeah. it mm. was, but it was like stupidly epic. Like, uh, what's that movie with Kung Fury? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it felt like that after <laughs> a while. Ollie's the star. Yeah, it felt like that <laughs> oh, yeah. after a while where I'm just like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. Like, like, legitimately, the most fun that I had was in its ridiculousness. It's hard to pick something up, decide that five episodes are going to be what we do to do something ridiculously epic and That's then good point. it be 100% true to something while there are dice rolls involved. There's chance to everything. A good example is like in the second to the last episode, the whole fight at the house or whatever, everything about that was legitimate. Yeah. It was, our yeah. chances of surviving were, were it I was mean, intense. it was crazy. It was, I intended initially for the Yulebakken fight to be the, the climax of the story, but it really felt like that fight was more... More. Well, you it know, also the, the like the goat yard fight. <laughs> the goat yard. <laughs> I feel like I feel like more of it. It's strange to me that like we had such we wouldn't have we wouldn't have really solved the ghost thing in that situation. That was definitely the climax of the story. I mean, emotionally, because for we sure. saved. We oh, saved in a lot Christian. of ways. Yeah, that was like the the huge turning point. Well, one of the major parts of any holiday story is family and that uh, whole and the death of a dad. <laughs> well, oof. hey, oof. Yeah, that I guess I kind of forgot Brutal. about that part. Brutal. Hey, it's brutal. I, I don't disagree that sometimes that's a very necessary thing to do. <laughs> you guys didn't even honor his body or anything. You're like, well, let's get in the box. 
I we don't really we didn't really I have couldn't. a choice. We we're in the middle of the uh, wildest shit and all, fucking. Ollie's like dying Ollie's just, again for the second time. Yeah, yeah. he's actually dying. Minutes. He's the father that I cared about. That's true. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Let's let's go back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's, so I enjoyed playing. What, what kind of character was this? The servant. The servant. Very fun. Oh, very fun man. build. I liked him a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you I'm very, built him to be a badass. <laughs> very punchy, this guy. Yeah. Very oh, punchy. my God. Well, it also, it was just like, it worked out to be legitimately like Grant Morrison's Alfred, yeah. kind yeah. of. Yeah. Oh, just, where, just stronger than Batman just for some like, reason. Just like so wildly powerful and, and like My unarmed smart. attacks were stronger than an axe or a revolver. Yeah, do you remember in the prologue, not the prologue, but the the part zero, Mm -hmm. how I mentioned that I couldn't stress hard enough how less cool you guys were? Yes, yes. That's still true about Tim. (laughs) 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 It's not necessarily true about Oli. Oh my god, it is absolutely true. Because you like Bruce Wayne, Tim Masters. Well, mine, mine, Oli Svensson, (laughs) Alfred. Last name? <laughs> I last name. Pennyworth. Like, Penny, oh, right, of course. Pennyworth. Honestly, always pretty fucking badass. He's yeah, <laughs> oh no doubt gosh. for sure. Uh, it's it's actually one of the things that I had kind of decided when when we were talking about him being a shit and them not liking each other was one of the things that I wanted to do was legitimately bring them together as characters. Yeah, you and know, he, and you guys did. That's what I wanted to do the most is like have this kid who has been like pretty much alone. You know. With Oli. Yeah, who is like a begrudged caretaker. Right. You know, like actually have like real human interactions with people for the first time and kind of changing who he was. Yeah, who was forced in fight pits. I made up. He was in the fight pits as a kid. He got some weird details. It makes sense, actually. Uh, Well, sort of. Kind of. So my question is, well, how did it feel to be John Cena again? A little oh, subdued and oh, a little yeah. like beaten down. It had down. to be because it wasn't just John's story. I didn't want to be overpowering for brand new That's characters. That's a good point. Shit. That's well, good point. at the same time, like the full first episode, he was normal. And then the beginning of the second, he gets snaps. Uh, mind snapped. And then he spends most of that episode uh, like just popping rounds. Yeah, and raging on goats. goats. Yeah. And, uh, it was great because I got to be John again, but I also got to just be the James version of John in this world. These two were doing everything, and I was just kind of leading them in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I pulled the same shit on Ollie that I did on uh, fucking Huey, where I I was like, "Yeah, we'll do that," and I went to the back. I remembered. I remembered shit died. that I did. And that you almost. Yeah, died. that worked out real well for well, you. Well, he's a younger version, all right. That's he's true. less trained. Oh, yeah, three years God. less. Yeah, that's that's Batman uh, uh, peeing year one or whatever. Yeah, it was a it was a lot of fun though. I Do mean... you realize that for in the entire year of 1962, John Cena did not exist. <laughs> 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 he did it. 1962, you went back in time. You came back in 1963. <laughs> you were gone for a oh, whole year. <laughs> and it's been like five days. So he's actually younger than it seems. <laughs> oh, my God. But almost a year. Oh, man. 360 oh, some days. Yeah, 360 days probably. Maybe a little less. I like. I, <laughs> That's I, weird. His birthday is technically wrong now. <laughs> he even has one. <laughs> Who knows if he yeah, has one. Right. Oh, it's that's a, true. It's a date it, on a test tube. I wasn't born of a yeah, woman. First sir. one I cracked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How did you feel about playing um, the, uh, w- w- what's your character model? Oh, oh, the academic? The academic. Um, it, um, be honest now. 
<laughs> no, I, no, no, it was it was hard. It was hard to not feel like I could get something done the same way that you guys could. I mean, I did a very I did a very good job of like helping in the preparatory scenarios. And that was like what I was built for, for the most part. But when it comes when it comes to combat, like I it was a shock that I killed a goat, man. That I mean, <laughs> wait <laughs> a minute. Sense, right. We left without your goat legs being fixed. Yes. Well, you can imagine something happened with it. Maybe or no, I'm just a dude with goat Seder, legs. He's just a Man. There's just people that don't have the sight stuff. Yeah, so. he's just still walking around naked. That's the problem. Well, he had pants. True. We made him pants. Oh, yeah, those special he's pants. He's got little little shorts. Yeah. <laughs> shorts. <laughs> he's just a boy that everybody walks to walking around barefoot with shorts. Yeah. Just a strange lad. Yeah. And then I'm turns out you go into the fucking observatory booth from fucking from of monsters and men and shaky he gets up and he's got goat legs and he fucking oh, goes off old so... shaky is timothy <laughs> oh we could be oh oh man we could totally weave them well we've got to revisit them more yeah. hey patreon you want to see us revisit these ridiculous ideas and the stories we've already created yeah no shit fucking hit us up we'll we'll get in on it. we'll get we'll get on it so the vison vison Bison? I don't know. As as <laughs> a game type, is it made more or less not to be more combat? It's supposed to be more of the story, right? I mean, any and game like is intended and... to do with whatever you do with it. Yeah, yeah. However, we did make it more combat heavy than it's intended to be. It did work for it. There is some fighting involved, obviously, because yeah. statistically there's, there's stats for it. Yeah. But we did it differently. Um, it is meant to be more of a mystery, more of a horror mystery. We made it, again, into an epic. Yeah, hard yeah, to... it was. Yeah, it's hard to do that when like you know exactly you know what your goal is. Yes. You know, we may have been a better off playing a different system for the story we told, mm-hmm. but we didn't. <laughs> That's all right. We used this, and honestly, it was a nice little taste of the Year Zero engine because we personally have never experienced it. Yep, and it's, I like it. I like the dice pool system. I'm excited for to eventually play Alien if we ever do. Yeah, yeah. And Forbidden Lands looks like oh, a blast we as well. Yeah, we. Played I, I would love to play the, this same. Uh, robot system or whatever again. We 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 were playing you know, with the alien, alien dice with the all the time. dice. Yeah, 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 it's a great system because these are the alien dice. We crap. did we played with the alien dice. <laughs> yes, from the alien starter set, which I bought by that a while yeah. ago. See, so, yeah, I and feel we like also that's using alien initiative cards too, which does show like the immutability of the two systems, if that's the right word. Yeah, I think that the alien system will be even more uh, interesting. Uh, if we ever get to it, because there's going to be like a system put in place with that that is like, oh yeah, we're this is alien. People die. <laughs> yeah, there's the, these yellow dice in that system are the stress dice. The black dice is what you're using for everything, pretty much. But oh, stress man. dice are adding to them, and they have... That's mm-hmm. why the one on these is yeah. something different. They're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's meant to be... Yeah, and that's another thing is we didn't get the fear system. I didn't use the fear system correctly. We did with you when you first saw Yulebakken mm-hmm. on the streets. That one worked. The imps, I figured, weren't worthy of it. But it, well, they could have been. It, arguably, I think I feel like Tim would have been pretty scared of that. <laughs> yeah, that's, po- that's possible. Um the ghost, I should have done it there when she first made herself known, or when anything happened. I didn't do it there either. But you guys knew what you were in for. It is and arguably. John deals with weird shit all the time. He's seen so. shit. He's he's trained and seasoned for this kind of encounter. Tim, however, was fucking mentally prepared for it. We could go with that. Yulebakken, however, when you ran to him in the end, I had two stats for his different forms, mm-hmm. and his fear there was three dash one. Oh my god! So you should have had to beat three because he's terrifying. You would, Holy you would have, and it's almost good that I didn't. Um, again, you guys knew what you were in for. You were you were very steeled in your resolve. Again, we've talked about this before, but as a show, you have to try to find a way to draw the line between the storytelling and the mechanics. True, and very it, true. And it like all the best stories that I have heard 
uh, have been ones that have uh, had to put one before the other realistically in certain scenarios because like like we talked about in many other games like you want to be a fan of the players yeah if we put ourselves in a scenario where it's like okay this is definitely the fucking end all be all shit like there's nothing you can really do we pulled out every stop to keep Oli alive. He almost died anyway. Ultimately, you survived the fight. Some so you technically didn't lose. I, I agree, I mean? but even then, some fights in some scenarios are winding down a clock. Yeah. And for some people, it might not be the most satisfying ending, but it's a realistic ending sometimes. Yeah. And honestly, I, I had uh, the ending to be hanging like that. That's an important Intentionally. part. Yeah, that's an important part to talk about too, because it's like, it's not like it wasn't. Like you, you knew what your ending was going to be from the beginning. You had said More or less. that you knew. I didn't know how, but I knew that's what I wanted to do. Yeah, was make him run away. Give that last see you next year, John line. Yeah, so that's that it. As really all I really, and I also knew that Rudolph had to die for reasons. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, even then, it's just like it's one of those things. It's like you, it gives us another thing to come back to just at the end or this time of year. It, it it puts us in a position where we can do we can do similar stories or continuations of stories in different engines at this same time of year next year. For sure, that's the plan. Season of the Black Goat too. I mean, <laughs> a lot of yeah, a lot of what we do is Colder to give an example. <laughs> To give an example of what a game system is like and then, you know, go on and do another story, man. Yeah. I feel like this one, like the every time every time I look at a game that uh, has a health system that is either conditions oh, conditions or boxes to check. They're so bad. I'm like, oh my God, this is so brutal. Yeah. yeah. Oh can my I have God. a, a t- double digit number? Uh, yeah, please. <laughs> oh my God. Can I have a ticker of some kind? Like one that's... It was nice preparation for what we're going to be doing in Merkborg. Realizing we have very limited health and shit. Yes. 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 That's going to be so. amazing. That I will, I will give it that. I won't let it tarnish my playthrough. <laughs> but I, it did upset me when we're rolling like thirty-six fucking dice in one but, shot, but, and you miss everything, yeah. and the book is telling you it's statistically impossible. <laughs> yeah, right. Also, when like a, a big bad hits you for a four, and you're just down. You can't yeah. one shot it. You can't do anything. But that's it that makes, makes sense though with who it was. Yeah, you this have, is like, meant to be. We keep forgetting things. though; it's meant to be a mystery. We're supposed if we do get caught up, we do get fucked up, and we're supposed to you know escape, recover from it. This yeah. game's supposed to be taken very slowly. Yeah, we did it mechanics. differently. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. parts the, we did correctly. Yeah. there were parts that we were like, ah, oh, that would have been better. It goes right game. back to what you were saying earlier. We did it our own way, and it's we always do. Yeah, yeah. So we made we played the hard version of this. That's what we did. <laughs> like a new era. Mm-hmm. We decided yeah, so. that fighting would be fun. And then we're like, wow, fighting is hard in this game that's not entirely meant for fighting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then and then everything past that point became more balanced because we understood it afterwards. That's you very know? true. Yep. That's the um, same thing that it could be very similar to this. If uh, if we decide to come back to this for next year, just I know on exactly happenstance, what to do. Yeah. we know now. And and that's fine. And then maybe buff your character, Nate. Do, because Joe, I see, oh, that, that like, these, nah. these types of systems like Numenera... I see you going down quite hard, quite frequently. Picked, I picked the opposite of the usual yeah, classes that I do. Numenera yeah. was a tanky so, guy, so that I could be the support dude. He was very tanky. I That's just didn't why, realize. Yeah. I just didn't realize that certain things, like for some reason, never even considered the idea that force would be what you'd use against magic. Yeah, right? we come into That's this a wild pretty depend, empty-minded. It depends on the spell. <laughs> right. Some oh, oh force makes sense for the one that I got because I, it was changing me physically. Yep, yep, yep. So I totally understand that. It's kind of like a constitutional thing or whatever, yeah. but it threw me off so bad when I was like, because I just kind of assumed that that might be the case for a lot of things then. Yeah. 
And I was like, damn, man, it didn't make any it didn't make any sense for a dude like me to be good at any of those things. So I was like, yep, I'm going to be the dude that hides inside the carriage. I just didn't want to be a shooty dude the whole time. So I fucking tried to switch it up. <laughs> shooty dude. Shooty dude. Uh, well, I mean, that's kind of where I mean, that's the John has always found his middle ground in between the two. I love that. I got the champion's insight, which gives me the bonus combat. In you just game, used it And real... he's just a badass and monster of the week when it comes to like doing sh- it's crazy stuff shit. like that. That gave. <laughs> him that yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's cool to think about i love it yep. yeah i mean and that's something that when we do revisit him in the sequel we'll carry forward into whatever system that we have we'll find the right thing to uh give him as a freebie because of that yeah he's he's the guy oh here's another question i have the four of you went back to 1963 nazi earth yes um do tim and Oli stay there like they have the option to true i was very curious yeah i need to know you guys have the option what would you do i guess it, we just have to wait and see what happens oh oh I mean, he's not wrong. A surprise. We you could know, play like, that out. Like, do does Oli and Tim do <gasps> they help? In opening scene, like we did with John and Smith, it could literally be the three guys again. Well, they wouldn't. They would literally have Tim be somebody else. They would be like, "No, you're not going. No, I'm a different guy. I like he's 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 the dude. What? Like, <laughs> like not sending you. Realistic. <laughs> no, you're right. But realistically, he though. he is like the Huey in this scenario. Like, um, like, be like a we, strike team. Do we like buff him a little bit and then just continue on with the story with them? Tim is a guy that and I just, think. And then Jake just plays another guy. I feel like no. I feel like Tim would yeah, be Jake a dude that you put. Oh, just play Sean again. Why would he, he play someone else? Yeah. Why would he play somebody else? <laughs> I feel like Tim would be a dude that would be. Um, well utilized at the D pick in the office, a dude that has been there for a lot of the things that are now like hundreds, like a yeah, hundred year old oh, writing. Shit. Oh shit! Was was Tim actually Oli's Tim never cover Tim, story? Tim never went back. He is shaky. He could he's, be. He stayed, but knew that he wasn't strong enough to go out and fight with everyone well, even else. Then, so he's the. I don't know who Shaky is. No, shaky even is the bartender in 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 James's place. Yeah. No. 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 Uh, Slim is the bartender. Slim, oh. And, uh, shaky? shaky is the guy <gasps> the, that watches the. Cameras in yeah. the deck. We never said the cameras and the screens and all that. Yeah, yeah, I remember him now. But even then, you think about that. Even in that. Oh wait, that was 1960. Yeah, yeah, that was earlier. Oh fuck. Oh, that yep. doesn't make any sense. Nope. God damn it. We did all this time travel shit in my brain. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's it, it's okay in the way that like John is a guy. That was made synthetically, and he is the guy that people go around and high five at the office and shit. He's accepted. The idea cool. that the, the idea that Smith is like, don't you fucking tell anybody you're from the past and you can be here, and then they just become people. Yeah. Part of the D pick is like not an unrealistic thing. That's true. Tim becoming somebody who like can just be like a consultant of very specific folklorey things, especially things that don't use the I reason like why the Vossen... idea of people at the depic being individual characters with titles. Right. Like like when John Wick, there's like the sommelier and stuff like that. They got, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like it'd be interesting for the library. Like the archivist. Oh yes, the archivist. The ar- Fuck it's yeah. Just, it's just this goat legged boy. Yeah, dude. It's it would just be fucking weird and so like only the pugilist. Oh, he died. He's old. He'll eventually <laughs> die. But yeah, five days if I I don't hear but I mean, guts. you come back. You're James's age when you come back. By the way, like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. you oh, can yeah. be a combat specialist. You it would be very people. interesting to think that only due to his terrible injury is wheelchair bound for a while, and it's literally like the roles reversed, where Tim is literally taking care of him. Fuck yeah, that would be no for real. He gives that much of a shit about him, regardless of what he says. Yeah, absolutely. I like the idea that they go back and they stay and they become part of something. Like, uh, what? So, uh, oh, what I was going to say. Answer the question succinctly. Do they stay in the ni- in the in that time period? 
Yeah. Okay. I think they would. I mean, honestly, like they just they don't go back. I mean, honestly, we did exactly what we were. were it would like, be super interesting then for us to run a story where like Castle Gill and Kreutz somewhere in the 1900s or even later. It was abandoned long, long ago. Mm-hmm. Just never returned. Yeah, I guess I do like that because Oli did have some tusslings with like a changeling before. So he is familiar with like the supernatural. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yes. could have some kind of like, he could be like the old uh, hand-to-hand combat. Machine. Dude, as a matter of yeah. fact, well, I'm only 47. The, so. the very first. Oh, I keep thinking he's like 70. No, yeah, no. 47, <laughs> I mean, middle-aged very, man. Remember when we were looking into changeling stuff in the D-Pick arc? Oh, the very, yeah. Some of the very first versions of those uh, accounts were st- shit that was written by Oli from that time. Oh frame, yeah, hundred percent. You know. Oh yeah. But I mean, like, think about. Oh, again, Changeling was 1960. That was the. Uh... Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope. Yeah, that's what escaped. Nope, that was a shapeshifter. Ooh, the Changeling, changeling was, was the, the girl. girl. Ooh, you're right. Yep, yep. We went it's back. So similar. <laughs> yeah, right. But no, even then, it's like we. I think in the in the stuff about Vossen specifically, the reason why they are so, like the. the the relationship between humanity and them are so con- like uh, contentious right now is because of industrialization and like the moving on from the world of like without magic type of shit. That's and that's the why the they're game, beca- yeah, yeah, exactly. That makes sense that if Tim went back, his knowledge would be invaluable. Yeah. When it comes to creatures that are now far more dangerous and far more feral in some cases. Yeah. Like all of these creatures that were something that you could easily have uh, done better research on in a world where they were more neutral. Yeah. I I feel like that's a really cool place for him to be, especially considering what they were trying to. That's why he asked Tom about the society was because he's like, did it work? What we were trying to do. Bring technically, it, no. Bring it back. Did it work? And that's why he's like, "Fuck it, we got to go back." Because Te- technically, then when you go to that, when he does go, the society ended right there. Yeah, that society. So the society of the exploration that explained it is a different group. Yes, entirely. I was thinking they could be the same group, but they're not. No, because that because then... they ended with you doing that. Maybe somebody picked up the mantle. Some we could touch on that later. But if I mean, we return to Boston, we should be a completely new group that finds Castle Gill and Kreutz after you've left it. I fucking like I I, I if like we do. Hey, I, if you want to see that on Patreon, just tell us. We'll do it. Dude, I love I love the idea of people like actually having agency in Bro. in what we do. Just these characters being something that that we um, literally created two new D pick agents today. Yeah. The roster is growing of D pick agents. It's great. <laughs> I love it. We should take a we should I should make a nice group photo of all those guys just in suits. <laughs> I I dig I dig the idea of them being like they have nothing. If you think about their experience when they show up back in their time, there is a, a year of hiding and stuff from the Nazis at that point, technically. So until next Yule season when they can attack that situation, mm-hmm. then they undo it. Ideally, it's guaranteed living, to do it. Yeah, it's they like have to. fucking underground. Nineteen sixty five is not like that. No, it's true. So, or do they time travel again? Hard to. Well, the, yeah, they can. I mean, the the issue is your enemy in this situation is seasonal, <laughs> so they have to wait until the next Yule yeah, season. Yeah, where it's where yeah, where the well, yeah. veil is thin. But th- wouldn't you think though that you could just like okay, I'm going to jump to 1962 and then go back? No, that wouldn't work. Because nope. if we went back, then we wouldn't have to worry about. Uh, I feel like you should just go back years to 1962 and tell John. I how think. To- I think the most interesting thing about this is the idea that after all this is said and done, after 1965, we don't know about a lot of this shit with Smith, or we don't talk about it because he's not a time walker anymore. He never really was. Right, but like- He was he gets, using their their their, their uh, services, essentially. That's kind of what I'm thinking, like the idea that after everything's kind of fixed and put back together, they're like, no, Tom. <laughs> But we're like you fucked off, quit so much. Us. Yes, you don't have your number. He's like you don't have time cancer anymore. Good, 
Now stop fucking calling us. There's this fucking Nazi regime walking through the streets. It's like, look at what, yeah. look at what you've done. <laughs> <laughs> look at what you've done, <laughs> you mother. Oh, they, they you could have just, you could have just died, and everything would have been fine. Tom. That would be an interesting story where the D pick actually fights the Time Walkers because the Time Walkers are pissed. Dude, fucking you fucked up everything. Dude, yeah. It's why that might actually make us an interesting third party for that season of Echo Two. Oh yeah, the an extra just upset. <laughs> oh, and then how are you going to use their services to do it? I feel like it was stealing. I feel like he was like stealing it. Could be, but we we got off base here. I mean, I, I mean, we're, yeah. we're supposed to talk about the game itself, the mechanics. We do what we do on the room. <laughs> I, yeah. know, I know, I know. Talk about what we did, and then talk about what we like. Well, the mechanics it. were all just the same thing. You just picked whichever scary set you were. Yeah, yeah. Was, was um, I, I think that I think that if you if you were to play this in a less epic setting, and you got to like you kept moving forward in mysteries and stuff, especially with the features uh, that you could yeah. pick up. Unlocking there the were... castle details is a lot of cool stuff too. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. We, we went there one time. Yeah, it was. Because we, because it was a one shot essentially, yeah. Um, that we just, uh, you know, spread out. But like, generally, like after each ad- adventure, you go back there and do that shit. Mm-hmm. We did one adventure essentially, yeah. So it didn't really play out useful that much, but it's good. It was a so, great setting for the beginning of the game. Uh, that's what I. That's what, what I care what about. What could we do at the castle? If we went back, oh yeah, that's cool. Level could, up and yeah, level up. You could um, we upgrade had various rooms. rooms. Oh, yeah, yeah, you explore. There's a little bit of stories well, to have there too. That's that's a good question. Then, like, uh, just out of curiosity, like, could you give us a couple of examples of cool places that the that are in the castle? No, I can't. That'd be sad. I can. Headquarters, because just use utilizing like the bare minimum of Castle Gillenkreutz as a group. I gave you that that weapons hall R- weapons corridor, right? Um, okay, so questions. Okay, we can actually do these things in this situation to determine if you would have gotten this stuff. Okay, it's, sure. It's a mood point now, but it says after completing a mystery, you must together answer the following questions. Each affirmative answer yields one development point. Did you play at least one scene at the headquarters? You did. Yeah, quite. Yeah, uh, there's, yeah. A, there's a few. The library scene was enough. The toast scene. <laughs> uh, did, did you encounter? Or a new type of Vassen. Uh I mean, new to us. I feel ver- like Yulebakken counts in so the yes. second. Yeah, well, the goat men. The goat men. That's another thing is, too. Is Santa Claus considered a Vassen? Ah, uh, no, 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 not really. Weird. He's just something. Oh God, that's terrifying. Yep. Uh, Tom's dad. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> ridiculous. Did you visit a place of magic? Fuck yeah, yeah, you went to that fucking land of Yule, man. That's yep. not nothing. <laughs> Were you subjected to magic? Yeah. Fuck yeah. The ghost counts. Did you bring occult books or other important items back to your headquarters? No, because you not never returned. Yet. Nope. Nope. <laughs> um, we could bring that sword back there, but we didn't You brought go that back. to the D-Pick headquarters yes. at your new headquarters. <laughs> that counts. We win. <laughs> yeah, technically, yes. Uh, did you make important contacts? I mean, Tom Smith's pretty fucking... And John Cena. And the... And, the, and Santa. And, oh, yeah. And, and flashing your... Uh, Penis at my professor. Yes, professor. that you'll yeah. never see again. That's so his last memory of you. Six oh B. Did you ruin important contacts? Yes. 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 <laughs> Not a question. I just added that. Yes. Um, oh my god. Was no. the mystery particularly difficult or epic? Both. Yes. yes. Oh my did god. Did you solve the mystery? No. Sort of. Time cancer, yes. Uh, kill Yulebakken, no. I mean, yeah, there is. So. There Pissed is. Pissed him a... off if that counts for anything. Oh yeah, it does not. <laughs> no. It definitely did though. Oh my gosh. So, oh. so I used various templates for different creatures, horses, reindeer. Yeah, and then uh, boars. Yeah, the boar was the goats. It just worked. I feel like they have a similar style of combat. It just works. <laughs> it just works. And I used the neck for the stats on the goat guys. The neck? Yeah, it's a, it's a creature. Just a long nope, fucking neck. It's not even close to that. <laughs> you gonna finish that? It's a musician living in rivers, brooks, and lakes. 
I just took the fact that his picture looked kind of like a goat man. Oh, there you go. And I was like, Might 5, Body Control 8, Magic 12, Manipulation 10. You're only using Might and Body Control because they're wielding swords. Mm. That was really it. And then I used their conditions charge as well. That's why he was desperate at the moment. I, I do <laughs> like the idea that this is the reason why, another reason why uh, John hates fucking imps. <laughs> that, that's, that, that was the thing where I'm like, I got something special for John. Yeah. I wanted to finally see imps because he never does. And it's when I'm beaten, bloodied, and broken no, on the ground. No, not even, dude. When they were coming over the hill when we were on the fucking You guys handled that like champs. <laughs> yeah, but I think I started to hate them when they came out the window and oh, I was yeah, already getting st- fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah they were real opportunists in that moment. They saw yeah. you down. They were watching from inside. You were down. They're like, oh, shit, this is their time. And then they go out and get, get mad absolute, at the situation. Get absolutely crushed. Yeah, it was what actually happened, yeah. Yep. The one figured that, that was his time to run to the cave. That would be the time. Fucking oh my the, god, the taking the boy. Yeah. So in that situation, if we had not saved Christian, we would have ended up meeting him on the spiral tower of doom. Yeah, he would have had him. For yeah, sure. that would have been fucky. Oh, yeah, that would have been bad. That would have sucked for him. Yeah. Holy shit. See? That's, what, that's what they're See? trying to go take him to do. We kind of succeeded in some sort of you sense. You saved him, for sure. he killed we, Randolph real fast. Sniping. We saved We saved the next fucking... Hey, in Monster of the Week, they always ask if you saved innocent victims. And that's true. You did. Yeah, that's that was my true. one goal. I forgot about that. I had a weird feeling that someone was going to try to escape through the back. That was my main reason I went to the back. That's a smart choice because that's exactly what I was planning. <laughs> John, John's. I thought you guys were going to bust into the place. And, nope. Uh, I didn't want to go stuff. inside. I wanted to clear the outside and then tactically get inside. I was okay. hoping to manipulate a horse. You, guys... <laughs> you did. <laughs> For once. <laughs> and then he died. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, poor, <laughs> poor Nathan. <laughs> It's a weird, a weird strategy. <laughs> no, well, it's it, the it, most realistic fucking strategy. It reminded me of Glenn, Glenn on the hit. mountains. Think about it. If yeah, it worked, driving vehicles into people. No, think about it. If it worked, I would have trampled. I would have used it to like trample and run over a goat, which is like probably the most viable option for me to do damage to yeah. something. And, then, and yeah. that's me using my head over my fucking my physical prowess. And I think it still takes physical goat. prowess to steer a. Uh, You're right. You're, that's why it. That didn't. That's that's right. But it would not be the first time oh, in so in, in storytelling that like people get away because a dude comes and fucking crushes a guy with a car or some bullshit and like that. And then a goat one shots a horse. Yeah. That's <laughs> bizarre. <laughs> which is bizarre. He gave him I a mean, heart attack. Yeah, he was like, But you were punching I mean, goats true. to death in one shot too, so. Yeah, but I. Oh, but that's I, not ridiculous. I, that's not because I. Max. I want to watch a guy fists. punch a, a horse. That's not to ridiculous. Death. I have superpowered <laughs> fists. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My fist is loads, more than a bullet. Loads a bunch of shot. Yeah, no, yeah, That's exactly. Fucking true. That it does. It does one more than here. my rifle. Oh my like, god! Could he? Could he just shoot me instead? <laughs> <laughs> Please just end me first. I don't want to get punched. There is always him. like these clashing I... echoes of just him punching things. That's all. Everything. <laughs> everything. O- he Against the goats is one punch man. Yeah, oh yeah. Straight up. Oh my god, you one punch man the goats. One punch Oli. You're bald and everything. (laughs) He needs to be wearing a yellow suit for the, on the cover of that last one. <laughs> Just a red glove. Jeez. Red glove, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, His man. winter suit. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, my it's God. Like I've seen this somewhere. I love the idea of Oli being the dude that's just like, out of nowhere is the guy at the D-Pick now that just like, all right, come at me. And he puts up his puts up his dukes, and everybody's like, <laughs> and then he just I guarantee you, John. Kills, kills, kills recruits. I guarantee you, John is always trying to fight him. 
Oh uh, like yeah, always sparring. That's a part of them. the reason why John becomes a badass. I'm sure yeah, because, because, because I of train John. It, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That's mm. it. That's can. I will accept that as canon. I me too. John. John didn't have any any uh, master or whatever per se. What's the what's a father the figure? No. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't want Oli as my father figure. I mean, uh, nobody does. Uh, <laughs> I, I do now. Well, you have him. I know. You know, someone to teach him. Like he learned from agents, and that was it. It's, no, not sensei. It's a fucking uh, Steven Seagal. No, it's not. You guys are you're ruining this moment for me and Oli. <laughs> no, he had mentor. Yeah, mentor. There yeah. you go. He had a, he had a a mentor because he was just a rambunctious fucking fool after he lost his seriousness. So he had to narrow that down somehow. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, it just became. And James was too drunk. Yeah. yeah. Especially well, James early wasn't on. a com- combat expert. No, no I was James a pilot. James was better than a pis- with a pistol more often than not. James was a pilot. James yeah. was a pilot, man. He he had he had different specialization. That's why and he wasn't in the he wasn't in the fucking heat of it. He was a thinker more than more than an, uh, like a get up in the shit. I imagine I give you that I sword think... the moment I get back too. It's the silver sword. I yep. fucking thought about it like, right away, dude. You run into John and and it's you're like. John, you've been gone a while. <laughs> and he's just like, yep, got you a present. Like, Jesus Christ, John. Didn't get a postcard. The, the olden times are weird. You know, just to fucking walk <laughs> <laughs> yeah. away. Yeah, uh, this, ha- James ha- canonically having a silver s- silvered sword. And then the instead of the sword going back to John, later on, he takes the, I'm sure he has it, honestly. Old John probably has it. But uh, him instead carrying the dagger later on is much more interesting to me. More so just because, like, you think about what it means, like, what mementos mean to people in those ways. Ironically, mementos, speaking of. Which was a cool concept. Yeah, I... I, What um, a life-saving mechanic that was. I hope we used it right. I think maybe. I don't know. I, well, I couldn't think of anything else. Would you? Would, you get hit fine. once by Yulebach, and then... when you're well, when you're sitting in a world where, like, outside of combat, it makes more sense to rest, no matter what you did anyway, and then yeah. not waste a memento. In a, 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 I think that makes sense for sure. I think we can't stress hard enough, really, how we over combat in this game, and that's yeah, fine that's... because a lot of times the ritual to to banish these things is not combat related, right? It's like bury the body of the whatever or something like that, right? In him. It was unfortunately a combat reason as well because you had to hash have the blood of the throne, which is any of those any of the two kids or the two young Santa's kin. Yes, be there for him to transform into a form that was killable by the blade created by any, not by the blade necessarily, but by anything created by the blood. You're telling me a candy cane would have worked? I mean, what if he would have made it? Fucking t- <laughs> <laughs> anything made by him, uh, which now is just that one blade because so he is dead. Like, like a but spitball? Chris Kringle can also be making things too in the future. Who knows what that really all means? Yes. And also, I thought about something: the time passing in Yule and the time passing in in the, the realm of humanity, as we called it, is mm-hmm. different, perhaps. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, so, like, I mean, you see, you go back the next year to Yule, and you see that, like, Chris is, like, an old man now. <laughs> and like, who knows what happened yeah. in there, because it's different. Yes. I like any idea that just creates more interesting dialogue for the universes that we've put together. True. Any any decision that we've made already already puts us in a cool position for something later on. A perfect example is the silvered sword or whatever, like James holding on to it for a long time, especially considering there's nobody that could really say otherwise when it comes to, like, its importance or whatever, you know? John being simple John especially would be like, oh, I got a present for my friend. Here it is. It's like... (laughs) Didn't tell you at all, but um, Santa's son made this. Yeah. Here you it's go. Kill Krampus. He's dead now. Yep. You're welcome. <laughs> Merry Christmas, James. <laughs> but I feel as though uh, I have 
said enough about the lesson. I have nothing more to add, really. Unless you have any questions. I don't have anything else to add. No. I, I guess we have one burning question. Yeah, well, right, right. I think that's the one. Are we, are we ready for that? <laughs> kind of, yeah. Jake, Levi? I yeah. can touch on that topic. Okay. So <laughs> the question is, does Vossen meet the rolled standard? Levi? Yes. It does? Yes. Why? I, I enjoyed the gameplay and the mechanics. I mean, at first I was a little confused, but once I understood that, okay, this does this and you add that with this, I really enjoyed rolling all yeah, the dice even, and even, then fucking up completely. Yeah, absolutely. I was going to say, even even <laughs> after fucking rolling 12 dice and then and failing, it, shit on. failing it four uh, times, you know, as soon as you roll it and you get fucking like three successes on something, you're like, fuck yes, oh my God, you beat that bitch. And then Chris rolls three dice and gets seven successes and it's just like, well, I don't have Three dice and seven successes. <laughs> it met my standard. That's fair. Jake. I had fun. Okay, I have to be honest. <laughs> you always do that. So, <laughs> uh, I really like the game, and uh, pretty much I, almost exactly what Levi said. Once I figured out the mechanics, it became a lot of fun. I feel like we consistently broke statistic, you know, yeah. like Even statistical if we rolled uh, likelihoods. The best we could have this entire last fight, I still don't think. It has a very specific dynamic that, if you understand other games like uh, that have... Kind of similar mechanics, but not really like a good example, I guess, would be like lasers and feelings or something like that. If you've ever played that or listened to somebody play that, when you think about the idea of rolling D6s and successes and failures in, in that same, if you put yourself in that same mindset, it's because in those games, you know, you pick a number. It's like uh, four and up or something like that. So you have to roll four or like you roll a number of dice and you have to roll four and over. This has only sixes succeed. And I put myself in a position like mentally early on where I was like, I really have to try and remember that that's exactly what I'm looking for here because like it changes the dynamic of what your roles are from uh, it, it took me a while to like kind of wrap my head around that uh, same idea, I guess. Especially when, you know, like any other games where you've mostly used D6s is like, you know, Apocalypse Keys type of um, Monster of the Week stuff or whatever. Now you have a handful of shit and you're just yeah. like dumping it down well, I mean, and this hoping. It was the year zero engine. Right. Well, that's what I mean. It's that's, like, that's what it is. I know. What, what, I mean, what I mean is that it's like I, it makes itself like, hey, you get an awesome opportunity to do very well with this. But we've balanced it to be difficult for you regardless. I mean, in the games that you play, makes sense for that to be the case. Alien is a perfect example of that uh, because it because it is so exactly what it is. Yeah. You know, they did it pretty well. They did. They, they use the system. Uh, so is that a yes or? Oh, I I mean, yeah. I no, no matter what, I think it's a yes. I I enjoy the game no matter what. Yes with stipulation. No, no, not at all. <laughs> no, I not not at all. It's it's a yes for sure. I wish I would have gone. I like again. It's one of those things. Going back, if we come back to this game, I really. I'll, I'll enjoy it more because I understand it straight from the beginning. It will you use know? less famous characters. Yeah, 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 that's true. We were supposed to be the expendable ones, but otherwise, yeah, the game, the game meets really any any kind of quota that I have to make for it. You know, yeah, I, I enjoyed all of it. Yeah, uh, it really lent itself to the storytelling that we usually do. To be honest, mm -hmm. you know, it felt really rolled standard to me. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It definitely meets it for me. I know that we did things a little bit. Different, potentially wrong. <laughs> As per usual. As per usual. Uh, but it's good. Free League makes fantastic games. Yeah. And this is no exception. 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, oh, not only that, I think that it is worth something to say that uh, the presentation of their actual physical stuff is fucking amazing too, dude. Beautiful. Every one of that company's books is just beautifully laid out. Yeah, but but this one too, it's like, oh, just the artwork that's put into it. All of the people that did all that is the weight of the paper. Oh, oh, the paper was great, dude. Every time I turn a page in that book, I'm like rubbing the page. Yeah, yeah. It's just so well made that you just. And it also has like it. It holds true to that. Uh, artistic style Indeed. through everything that it does, you know? Like, if I can love uh, Merck Borg for its wild, expansive uh, artistic style, I love Vossen for the opposite. Okay. It yeah. holds on to, like, a very... It holds very true to itself. And honestly, the presentation of it all feels very 1800s. Everything that you look at, the paper itself, all of it, it just... Yeah. It definitely fits its uh, its theme. Yeah, you could... I could feel like you're pulling a book off a shelf and that's from that era type of shit. Yep, that fits. With that, I guess, don't sniff Yule. And we'll <laughs> see you uh, immediately after this for Cold and Deathless Part Zero. Hell Hooray! yeah, boys. Merry Christmas. Bye! All right, Nate back here once again at the end of the episode to let you know that uh, our Patreon's a little bit different now. Of course, you can still find us on all the same socials looking up the world standard, but Patreon specifically has changed a little bit. We added a new $3 tier called Paul, which is general Discord access and knowing that you support us, of course. Our $5 tier is the standard bearer tier, but we've added now, of course, the Discord access, exclusive voting power, behind-the-scenes content, and... Getting the opportunity to name one of the potential NPCs that we come up with in our main feed. And back up to our D-Pick Agent $10 tier is, of course, bonus episodes, Discord access, exclusive voting power, behind-the-scenes content, NPC naming, and some Patreon shoutouts just for you guys. Otherwise, everything's all the same. Find us anywhere you're looking for the rolled standard. Of course, as always, we hope that you love the show. And don't sniff glue.